Good morning. Please turn to the passage we have already heard, Psalm 103. It's interesting that we have both chosen Psalm 103 this morning. It's not something that we coordinate. Uh, Psalm 103, verses 1 through 2. Hear now the word of God. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Amen. This is God's word. Well, we are told in this passage to bless the Lord, to praise him for his goodness. That's what we're here to do today as we enter into worship. And my purpose with this exhortation is to rouse us, I pray, rouse us into that that frame of mind, that strength of spirit to actually bless the Lord with all that is within us. And this is one of those psalms where the psalmist David speaks to himself. There are psalms like this in the Psalter where we speak to ourselves, we speak to our own souls, we self-exhort, we self-preach. And this is one of those psalms. It begins with David speaking to his own soul and telling his soul to do something. There are times where talking to ourselves is a very bad idea, You may be familiar with some self-talk that is very harmful. When we're generating our own ideas, that often isn't so good. Uh, Our bad ideas, our pessimistic ideas. So that kind of self-talk is to be avoided. But there is a kind of self-talk or self-exhortation that we need to do, which is to exhort ourselves with the word of God, to speak the gospel to our own souls, to speak of our God to our own souls. And this is one of those self-exhortations. There's two exhortations that's saying, uh, in these verses, it says, bless the Lord, O my soul. That's the first one. So it's calling us to praise and to glorify God. The second exhortation in verses 1 through 2 is this. Forget not all his benefits. That's the exhortation to your own soul. Remembering the multitude of God's benefits is so important if we will have fuel for worship. Otherwise, our tanks are going to be rather empty and there's not going to be a whole lot coming out if we're not remembering the benefits of God. If we come into worship forgetting his benefits, we come in with a sense of complaint, discontentment, frustration, and discouragement, then we're not going to be very ready for this solemn duty of worship. Now, I would, of course, say that if you have difficulties and distresses Obviously, you should come and cast your cares upon the Lord. I'm not saying that we uh, have to be unrealistic about those things. But we need to do it in view of all the benefits of God to us. Whatever trials and distresses are there, you can bring those to the Lord, but bring them with thanksgiving. So let's remember some of the benefits of the Lord this morning. We could, of course, create our own lists. That's not a bad practice to do from time to time. Create your own list of God's benefits to you. Uh, This psalm actually gives us a catalog of God's benefits. uh, Broad categories of how God has been good to us. So we'll hit a few of these this morning. The spirit-inspired catalog of God's goodness recounted for us. And how does it begin? It's interesting that of all things it begins with is verse 3. Who forgives all your iniquities. We start there. Uh, Amongst all the great benefits of God is that he forgives our sins. How fitting that it begins here. This is our greatest need. More than food and clothing. More than physical healing. We need our sins forgiven. 
And that's why we, we begin our worship services with a confession of sin and the promise of God's forgiveness every single week. When the paralytic was lowered before Jesus to be healed of his crippled condition, what was the words that Jesus said to him? Son, your sins are forgiven you. That's what he needed the most. And so this is to be of great encouragement to us. These words, these precious words, to hear those words spoken to our souls. Son, daughter, your sins are forgiven you. You're going to hear that again as we read our promise of pardon in a few moments. We go on to the next catalog in the list. Who heals all your diseases. Hallelujah. How many illnesses has the Lord brought you through thus far in this point in your life? How many times have you been delivered from sickness in this sin-cursed world? Though death was pronounced upon Adam and Eve after the fall into sin, God has been healing his people over and over and over again, sustaining us until he brings us to glory and then resurrection and then no more sickness at all. So do not forget this benefit, my friends. Verse 4, who redeems your life from destruction. The providence of God has been at work since your conception in the womb, since your birth, to sustain you in a dangerous world where war and famine and violence and all different kinds of dangers exist. God has providentially sustained you. He's brought you here this morning by his goodness. He has redeemed your life from destruction. There's all of those close calls that you might be aware of, and then there's all the close calls that you're not even aware of that God preserved you from. And of course, above all of these things, we're preserved from the wrath and the judgment of God. If you are a Christian, then this promise from 1 Thessalonians 5 is yours. God has not appointed you for wrath, but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. Ultimate deliverance from the ultimate destruction. Going on in verse 4, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. I love that verb, crown. Uh, Sometimes it's translated in the Hebrew Old Testament as surrounds, uh, surrounds our lives, crowns. There's a sense of abundance that God's tender mercies are everywhere to be seen in life. David Dixon, he commented on this psalm and he explained the meaning of this verb. He says, the favor which God bestows upon a believer is not in giving him one or two or some few evidences of his love and mercy, but in a constant compassing of him on every hand in everything that if he turns about anywhere, he is encircled with love and mercy. That's the idea, is God's tender mercies are surrounding our lives. Our lives are filled with them, if we would have eyes to see them. And this is an important perspective for us to cultivate, because if you were to be asked, what do you feel like your life is surrounded by? It's possible that some of us might want to say, troubles and evils compass me on every side. Well, there's a sense in which that's true, right? Uh, We we are encompassed by trouble and, and evil, And of course, it's David who wrote Psalm 23, who on one hand said, we go through the valley of the shadow of death, and God's with us. But he also said in the same psalm, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Apparently, the Christian life includes both at the same time, doesn't it? And so if you think about your life right now, your perspective of your life, you might be thinking of all these storm clouds over your life, dark, gray. We've had a lot of that lately in Colorado. We're not used to this. 
dark gray clouds over your life. It might be the way you're thinking, but I want to ask you, can you see the piercing light of the goodness of God through the clouds? Can you see God's tender mercies surrounding you in the midst of whatever storm clouds you're perceiving? Psalm 103 reminds us that God has been so good to you and I. So, brothers and sisters, I exhort you to bring to mind the benefits of God. These are some starting general categories, but you're going to have to be more specific yourself about what those tender mercies are. And so, you need to exhort your own souls. I'm I'm doing that for you right now. I'm exhorting your soul, but I, I want you to exhort your soul. Bless the Lord, soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Forget not all his benefits. Amen. Let's pray. Our merciful Father in heaven, we acknowledge you to be a God who is good and good always. We acknowledge that you've been good to us. We ask for your forgiveness for forgetting your goodness, for not bringing to mind all your many benefits. Lord, help us to be a people who remember your love, remember your tender mercies. We thank you for forgiving our sins. Thank you for the abundance of blessings, undeserved goodness that crowns our lives. Thank you for delivering us from death and judgment. We praise you, Lord. Help us now with with strength to worship you. And we take a moment now to confess our own sins to the Lord.